Support for Dipping Milk and Cookies comes from Axelstrat LLC, but we'll get into that a little bit later. In the meantime, let's jump into today's episode. Welcome to another awesome edition of Dipping Milk and Cookies, uh, the podcast where two best buds try to figure out this thing we call life using microphones, guests, and friends. Guys, I am Garrett, your cookie commander, Smith. And I am Mike, the master milker, Segovia. It's getting better. It's getting better. Uh, How you doing, bud? Uh, I'm solid. I did something in my back earlier in the week, and it's just been like tight this whole week. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was bad the other day that that was not good but yeah. uh overall yeah I'm, the week's been all right i really? go see the doctor on monday for the one month like checkup, checkup yep to see i'm gonna get labs again see where my levels are so i'm hoping that uh this change in diet and everything is gonna actually pay off because if not i'm gonna be, <laughs> be so mad <laughs> so mad it's going to pay off, Mike, for sure. That, like, it's already paying dividends, dude. I was saying to you out there, like, in the middle of your story, look good, man. <laughs> well, thank you. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and I definitely know the plight of throwing the back out. I threw my back out, like, a month ago at the gym. And it sucked because I couldn't work out for, like, two, three weeks. And mm-hmm. what happened, I gained, like, 10 pounds real quick. Um, but luckily, my back is feeling better now. I'm back at the gym. So I've actually lost that seven pounds. I'm down seven pounds again. Well, that's so good. yeah, hell yeah. Um, but yeah, this episode, guys. I know we said that McCain, Ian McCain, was supposed to be on. Unfortunately, he had some family emergency that he had to deal with, so we had to push his interview back uh, another week. So he will be on next week's episode. So we just kind of haphazardly improvised uh, today's episode, and seeing to it that it is October. And seeing to it that Halloween and scary stuff is my favorite stuff in the world, uh, we're gonna do a haunted Wisconsin episode. We're gonna we're gonna talk about some haunted places. We're gonna do our best to tell our <laughs> our most scary stories. Uh, I got a funny story. Yeah, though. his is really funny. Mine's really scary. Uh, and then we do we actually do have a, a special guest. We're not gonna we're not gonna not do an episode with a guest or without a guest rather. Uh, so we have a we have a guest, a friend of the podcast, that's gonna come on and tell a story of her own. Um, but yeah, dude, this week work. <laughs> I love my job. I really do love my job, which is really weird to say because lots of people, like you ask them, just like, hey man, where do you work? And it's just like, yeah, I fucking yeah, I hate my job. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool story, man. I really do enjoy my my work, but 
there are so many little nuances that like just drive me bananas just crazy crazy everybody you're there for 12 hours right yeah. everybody has a routine everybody has a routine and for whatever reason like when i when i do my routine that's when people like start asking questions like dude you can't do that and it's just like bro i just saw you do the same thing an hour ago why what i okay all right all right man it's the one thing that drives me crazy about that job and, and you know Obviously, it's I'm not going to quit. I'm not going to quit. Or am I? <laughs> <coughs> I'm not going to quit. I can't quit. Uh, but it's just, it just, it gets so annoying. It gets so annoying. And that literally was the one drawback of my week. Otherwise, it's been, it's been all right. It's well, been a little, good. it's been a little rough. Finally, finally found a spot to live. Uh, can move out of the jam spot, which is nice. Nice. Get my kitty cats back. Can't wait. Um, but, uh, but yeah, this week's been, been good it's been good that's good <laughs> and truth be told everybody i'm i'm feeling a little under the weather right now uh but you know i'm gonna i'm gonna push through for you guys <laughs> um so let's jump in to some articles here uh coming from the milwaukee journal sentinel we got the top 10 uh, most haunted places now obviously hauntings Everybody has their own opinions, right? Uh, you know, you're either you're either a believer or you're not. And I feel like I, I, I don't believe it until I see it, kind of thing. But at the same time, I want to believe it so bad, you know? Because again, I love I love Halloween. I love October. I love scary stuff. It's my favorite time of the year. I, I again, I want to be a believer, but sometimes it's just it's so hard. It's so hard to really like just blindly believe you know some of these stories so take everything with a grain of salt psa there uh we'll start let's see summer wind land lakes the state's most haunted site sits in the far northern reaches of wisconsin summer wind mansion was built as a fishing lodge in the early 1900s and remodeled in 1916 by robert lamont who would go on to be u.s secretary of commerce uh under herbert hoover the house appears to have been haunted from the start, but the Lamonts disregarded the whispers among the wait staff of strange noises and events. Uh, let me pull this a little bit. Whoopsie. There we go. Uh, then one night, Lamont fired two shots at what he thought was an intruder, only to discover there was no one there. The Lamonts abrupt, abruptly left the house and all their belongings that night and never returned. That yeah, that's that's the one thing that always I always find funny is when you hear of haunted places and stuff like that, and the families or the people just stay there like dude i if all right if i'm at home and say a plate just falls off the counter randomly and shatters and nobody's in the room like i'm gonna automatically feel uneasy you know what i mean to the point yeah. where like i'm gonna go and i'm black dude i'm gonna be the first one to die that like that's just a given uh so yeah i'm i'm out i'm out so these it sounds like the lamonts were doing the right thing here uh, the house had numerous owners over the ensuing years, including Arnold and Ginger Henshaw, who bought uh, Summerwind in the early 1970s. For six months, the couple and their four children endured all manner of psy er, psychic phenomenon, including fleeting shadows, whispering voices, random pockets of chilled air, and objects that moved on their own. <laughs> While they were living there, Arnold had a nervous breakdown, and Ginger attempted suicide. Their story was documented in a 2005 Discovery Channel episode of Haunting. That... <sighs> Again, I, and I'm sure, too, like, 
when uh, when a house is sold, like it, full disclosure, like the the real estate agent <laughs> has to say like, hey, I, you no. know, <laughs> they don't say just that to give all. you a heads up. Somebody killed themselves upstairs supposedly because a demon told them to do it. <laughs> You're going to sign right here on that dotted line there. <laughs> uh, like how, how – I don't know. I've never bought a house before, so I can't imagine what that, that conversation actually is like. But uh, I, if if I was buying a house and the guy said, so, all right, not for nothing, this place might be haunted. Okay. Uh, what? I, say that again? Haunted? Like go on? Uh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I, when I was in New Orleans – like they literally <laughs> it's a lot of the houses a lot of the places for sale down there they say they're haunted like it's they just something are. yeah dude yeah with all i forget madam uh shit what is her name madam something larue uh chrissy you're shaking your head like you know what's her name do you know her name no nope. no nope. okay. uh no 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 I even search ah, i'm getting sidetracked anyways anyways <laughs> uh new orleans is haunted as shit uh moving on moving on number two nielsen's hall washington island nielsen's pub is steeped in history and, tra- and tradition thanks to former owner tom nielsen deeply devoted to bitters which he drank daily until his death at age 90 gross <laughs> nelson managed to keep his bar open during prohibition by getting a pharmacy license and selling his spirits as medicine that's boss of shit <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah right modern problems require modern solutions uh such as (laughs) such was his love for his pub that he has refused to leave the place even a hundred years after his death nielsen lived and died in the apartment above the bar where phantom footsteps have been heard on the stairs the ghost often acts in mischievous ways including appearing in front of unsuspecting women using the restroom (laughs) and changing the radio station so he can still enjoy his favorite music that i wouldn't be too worried about that that's his place it's when people it start. Sounds like it's a peaceful spirit. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Well, in, I mean, entity. mischievous, but yeah. Well, there's it's not like it's terrorizing. Exactly, people. it's not making them kill somebody, <laughs> kill themselves or something. Um, Mary Lake or Mary of Elk Lake Dam. That's an Elk Lake. Like many ghost stories, this one is rooted in tragedy. A tragedy. <laughs> this one is rooted in tragedy. In 1974, the body of young Mary Schloss was found in the rural Elk uh, Lake area. At the time, police believed the victim had been hitchhiking from Minneapolis to Chicago. That's, that's bold. When she was picked up by her killer, a man uh, had been seen pushing a body out of a car, but that, led, uh, that lead went nowhere, and the case remains open and cold to this day. This lack of resolution may explain why Mary's restless spirit has continued to stay on the scene. Paranormal activity in the area includes fleeting and disappearing shapes and shadows, uh, mysterious floating lights, spectral noises, and apparitions. Uh, the one local elderly lady, uh, elderly lady, elderly woman, reported daily visits from Mary while two fishermen claimed to have uh, had a frightening encounter. They were fishing on a dam when one said to the other, there's a glowing white woman behind us. I know. The other man replied, but I'm not turning around. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds that it sounds exactly like what we would say. <laughs> just like we were saying it up before. She's right behind me. And she <laughs> just, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm not going to turn around. I'm not going to turn around. No. Uh, dude, that's, yeah. See, that's the thing, man. Like, all of these stories, I, yeah. Again, I, I want to. I mean, the history just behind uh, hauntings and spirits 
goes. They have to be real because we way, people have been back. talking about it. People have been talking about it for ever yeah forever so it has to there has to be some sort of credit you know cre- uh uh credibility to yeah to these no claims. absolutely i mean there's a lot of the way i look at it is if you can believe in the god or anything like that there's no reason to not believe in ghosts because mm-hmm. it's essentially the same thing mm-hmm. and uh it's the like it goes way back like you said new orleans being haunted all the stuff that they would do down there with like voodoo and <laughs> rising raising spirits uh even further back with witches and covens and it's it goes really deep like you can really find some real crazy stuff when you start really digging and yeah when you the do the deep dives yeah. yeah for sure uh riverside cemetery this is in appleton discreetly set apart from the main grave sites at riverside cemetery is the final resting place of kate blood Uh, rumors have long swirled around this woman with the fateful last name according to various sources she was a witch a child killer an adulteress and a murder victim at the hands of her husband Although the deals of blood, <laughs> although the details of Blood's life or fate are unknown, her gravesite has become a hotbed of paranormal activity. Many visitors have reported an eerie chill, and some have seen a dark-hooded figure that vanishes into thin air. Even more spine-chilling are the stories of blood oozing from the headstone. That's creepy as shit. That's scary. That, that yeah, I don't know. But see, that's the thing. Like uh, blood oozing from the headstone. If somebody like saw that, why didn't they? Like scoop it up and be like, come back, test this. Like, where did this come from? It's blood. Like, it's 2020. We have forensics. We can figure that stuff out. So, like, if you take the blood from the headstone and you test it, and it's just like doesn't come back to anybody in a database, and it's just like, oh, this blood's a hundred years old. I don't know. I just, I, I feel like with all of these, uh, with all of these experiences, there's, there's usually about 15% of them that there was some sort of like tangible object mm-hmm. that they could have like gathered to like show like this is this is from the ghost or some shit like that i don't know um brumder mansion this is in milwaukee uh since 1910 the 8,000 square foot brumder mansion has gone through numerous incarnation or er, incarnations yeah uh, once operating as a boarding house and later as a coffee house and person p- parsonage there was no evidence of paranormal activity here until uh, renovations began in the late 1990s to restore the home to its original state. Today, the mansion is a and b providing lavish ac- accommodations for both the living and the dead. <laughs> That's a good sales pitch. Uh, George Brumner's sister was said to be found, or said to be so fond of the house that she never left. Her presence has been felt in her old room, now the gold suite. Uh, she is said to have shown her displeasure with changes in the decor or with animals on the premises. Man, screw you, lady. Up to, uh, uh, up to three other spirits are also thought to inhabit the mansion. One overnight guest, an American Indian medicine man, declared the spirits benevolent but very talkative. See, again, like, dude, if, if the place is a and b like, clearly there's foot traffic, and clearly people are taking note of spirits in the, in the house because they're talkative, pull out your phone. Pull out your phone and start recording. I mean, obviously nobody, <laughs> nobody really trusts the the shaky, shaky cell phone video. But at the same time, it wouldn't hurt. It's a lot better than just saying like, "Oh yeah, we had a really, really deep conversation about the stock market. It was pretty interesting." It just doesn't happen, and I don't understand why people don't try to, you know, uh, document document their their experiences. 
Uh, let's go to this other list. Let's see what we got in here. Hey, the Fister. Yeah, one of the scariest places in the state of Wisconsin, confirmed by the Travel Channel, so it's very serious, uh, is the Fister Hotel in Milwaukee. I've definitely heard that the Fister is uh, is, is haunted for sure. Absolutely. There have uh, there have been several reports of hauntings here, most of which are uh, by the founder himself, Charles Fister. Uh, I've never actually I've I've lived in Milwaukee essentially my whole life. I've never walked into the Fister, ever. Have I you ever been in there? I don't think so either. Yeah, <laughs> it's fun. It's weird, right? We've wanted to go, uh, but not haven't. We want to go to try to do like some ghost experiences, you know. Try to yeah. You see. used to be really big into that sort of stuff. Oh yeah, still am. Mm-hmm. Uh, just having the kids now, I can't really go out as much. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we Jenny and I would definitely go out. Uh, tons of places. We bought recorders. Yeah, you cameras, bought like all like, the gear. Had, yeah, I remember because I remember clowning on him hard really hard like you will catch a ghost yeah right, it, whatever you say ghostbuster yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean it's it's really it's just fun like to to get scared like that because makes you feel alive you, and i mean all the movies that are out there that you see some of them are based off of like true events mm-hmm. and like when you watch those and then you watch I don't know, Ghost Adventures and all these other shows about paranormal stuff, and you start to see certain things. Like, yeah, absolutely. I've seen so much shit where it's like, come on. Mm-hmm. But then there's other stuff that you see and just like, hmm. I'm going to leave now. Okay. <laughs> okay. I want to get as far away from this as I can. <laughs> like, yeah, as much as I hate to say, like, Ghost Adventures is probably the most credible, but they really are like Mm -hmm. zach really gets into it Mm -hmm. and like i was telling you earlier the museum that he has some of the artifacts that he's gotten there is just absolutely like why would you even have that like trying to keep people safe man i know how to battle these bastards and you know what that's (laughs) that's a thing you know some of these guys that actually do the ghost hunting like they they know spells they know certain rituals and stuff because if you're really into that you want to feel like you have some sort of something in your hand, like ace up your sleeve. I, yeah, I guess. I mean, I don't know. The more you, st- I'm not just some random normie. I know your, I know your ways. And then, you know, in the name of something. Whatever, yeah. And then they're like, ah, so yeah, it's, it's giving yourself some sort of an advantage, I suppose. Yeah. I, I suppose. mean, I'm, I don't think it's necessarily gonna help you. No, <laughs> not at all. Not at all. Um, not at all. But I'm I'm sure I don't know now I'm gonna start really going down like a rabbit hole like talking about it. <laughs> do it, do it. I was just gonna I was just gonna say that like dude, there's people that do the witch stuff and you know there's guys that are warlocks and weirdos. Yeah, I mean, but you you know the <laughs> you you could do stuff like it's like magic like yeah. it's like believing in magic like mm-hmm. if you can believe it it I don't I don't know. If you have an open mind to it, that you'll be able to experience it. I think a lot more. Yeah. If you're just so close-minded, you're not gonna. I mean, you'll experience something if it's like really major. If mm-hmm. the spirit wants you to know, like, hey, I'm here. I'm gonna kill up. yourself. <laughs> Choke yourself. Like, when Jenny and I first got together, one of the f- first three months we were together, the f- <laughs> we got a Ouija board and we we played with the Ouija board, and then ever since then. We haven't necessarily been, like, getting haunted, but there's some strange stuff that would happen. Like, uh, 
one of the instances was uh, after we did that, we went to uh, this is the funniest story. Mm-hmm. Uh, we mm-hmm. went to a company picnic and uh, you know had some drinks, got some blow, and <laughs> we had really been like deep into uh, paranormal state. Uh-huh. So we would just watch it, and then she said I got possessed. <laughs> And then I tried to exercise the demon out of her. Exercise the demon. I was throwing water at her, and I was <laughs> chanting some crap from the show. And <laughs> what is the, what's the line from The Exorcist? The power of Christ yeah. compels you. <laughs> the power of Christ compels you. Oh, uh, but yeah, that was that was like ten stop? years ago. Can you stop putting water? <laughs> and then after that, we had moved uh, into Muskego into this apartment, and. One random night, we were just sitting in the living room, and then uh, a big dinner plate just fell off the counter, like it's like picked up and just dropped, it just shattered, and we both kind of just like, uh, like what I do hell? believe that was the spirit of a cat because they were hungry and they <laughs> were like, um, where's my food? <clears throat> Knocked it off the counter. Uh, we but yeah, we did get into the the equipment and we would uh, we'd go to like Whitnall Park, um. That was like the one that we went to the most because it was just it's easier to get in there. Mm. You know, you just tell the cops, hey, I'm going to go check out Window Park, see the ghost. And they're just like, oh, OK, <laughs> yeah, whatever, dude. Yeah, right. Nerd. But uh, it's definitely it's definitely something that I do believe in. Um, I don't yeah. see how I can't because it's just I'd l- again, I'd like to believe I'd like to believe I will always listen. I will, I will always listen to the story. But you have to be prepared for the fact that at the end of that story, I might say, you're full of shit. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, until I see it, though, that's that's the thing. Until I see it, I can't believe until I see it. But I want to. I want to believe it so bad. So bad. Because, again, I love scary. I love scary stuff. It is the best. The best. Uh, so, yeah, I actually, I have got a terrifying story. But before I get into that, let's drop out and say hi to our sponsors. Axelstrad is a company built on core values of integrity, sustainability, and innovation, and is passionate about finding solutions for business growth. By working together, they will find activities that add value to your business while creating a framework that is flexible, yet structurally sound, and allows your business to grow profitably. Alex Weber, founder of Axelstrat, is bringing a new, fresh, organic approach to doing business in today's ever-changing landscape. Equipped with a Bachelor's of Business Administration, accounting from the University of Wisconsin-Milwaukee, Associates in Music Production and Recording Technology from Madison Media Institute, and coupled with real-world experience as a financial controller, Alex is a leader in business administration using analytical and creative approaches to developing sustainable business growth strategies. Now, right now, Right now, our listeners are going to receive 15% off any service for up to the first $300. Yes, you heard that right. 15% off any service for up to the first $300. Let me explain here, folks. Anyone who has looked into any kind of photography, videography, graphic design, branding, social media management knows that it can be a little pricey. Okay, so why pass up on a fantastically ridiculous deal? Uh, again, 15% off to the first $300 when you use the code DMC. Okay, very, very important, guys. Make sure he knows that we're the ones that sent you to him. Otherwise, you will not be able to get this deal. 
To reach the great staff at Axelstrat, please call 818-585-8742 or send an email to ateam at axelstrat.com. Again, that is A-T-E-A-M at axelstrat.com. The number again, 818-585-8742. Prepare yourself to be stratified. All right, welcome back, everybody. Uh, so my story, it's not really a ghost story, but it's definitely a, a story that is worth telling because I was so terrified. Everybody's seen scary movies, right? You know the setups. Everybody is, you know, ev- at least I should think everybody has seen a scary movie in their day. Um, but this this was probably like 12 years ago. It's at least 10 years. Me and an ex of mine, we went up north to Iron Mountain because uh, her friend had like a cabin just out on this like 100 foot bluff. It was beautiful, it was gorgeous out there. Uh, but to get there, that was a different story. So keep in mind, I'm driving a 1987 Cadillac Coupe DeVille, okay? Nice uh, car. It, that car was the shit. That was, was the best car. I got that car for a dollar from my grandma. <laughs> Thanks, grandma. Um, but yeah, so keep in mind, that's the car I'm driving. Uh, when you get that far up north, uh, especially when you're going to like a, a cabin off the beaten path, uh, the roads aren't really that nice. Okay, so <laughs> I'm already tripping out because I think my exhaust is about to fall off my car because I'm driving essentially on a dirt path through the middle of the woods, and that's the thing. That's what ugh, it just. It okay, so so we're driving. We go. We're in the woods, and the the the, the actual like tree cover is just getting thicker and thicker and thicker. I had already lost my cell phone reception like mm, two hours before that, so we couldn't call anybody to try to like make sure that we knew exactly which way we were, we were going because she was just like, I haven't been up here in a while. I know how to get there, but I haven't been in there in a while, so we'll, we'll find it. And I'm just like, <laughs> okay, we'll find it, I guess. So we're driving through the woods. Now there's like these signs like nailed to the trees on this path one, the one that stood out the most to me was, uh, good morning, nurse. What the hell? Why? Who put that there? Who put that there? So that first red flag, we're driving, and it's another, like, 20 minutes uh, until we actually get to, like, the spot where we need to make a choice because we reach a, a, f- a fork in the road. And, again, it's just, like, it's a uh, scary movie. It's just like, all right, survive. You're going to die kind of thing. And she was just like, hmm. I'm pretty sure we go to the right. And I was just like, you're pretty sure? Like, I, I need, like, 100%. You're pretty sure? She's like, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure. Okay, all right. I didn't think this is how I was going to die, but evidently. So we go, down the, we go down the right side of this fork, and we end up at this random trailer. And keep in mind, like, we're driving distances. So, like, we reach the fork in the road, and then we drive, like, another 20 minutes through the woods, and then we end up at this random cabin, this, like, random trailer. And then she just, like, immediately was, like, this is not, that's not it. <laughs> Turn around. And I was, like, fuck that. And, like, literally, again, in the Cadillac, I can't, I can't do a Y-turn easily because I don't want to hit all of the trees that are around me. So I literally had to drive in reverse for probably, like, two miles. It was, yeah, it was terrifying. Uh, get back to the fork, go down the left side, and then finally we reach, like, a, 
a, a gate and she's like okay yeah this is this is the right way i remember we got to get the gate or you got to open up the gate <laughs> i felt like such a dick because i was like i'm not getting out of the car <laughs> like you have to go do that <laughs> like i'm driving i'm driving you got to go do that so she literally as soon as she opens her door like a huge floodlight pops on right behind me right behind me shut the door shut the door right now lock that lock it and dude like it was out of deliverance this dude walks up to the car i roll my window down like beep like an inch and he just like looks into the car you guys lost like no no cabin's right up here buddy you sure i'm like (laughs) yeah huh i'm pretty pretty darn pretty darn sure uh but yeah, thanks for coming to check up on us, because yeah, that was the guy that owned that trailer that we you know j- drove up to. I just I've never I've never felt terror in my life to that kind of a level, because again, everybody's seen scary movies, man. The fact that literally that guy trailed us without his lights on for thirty minutes. Oh god, oh man, I. Ugh. And it was crazy, too, because then the guy came back the next morning just to make sure that we were in the right place. Oh, God, dude, that, I don't know. Uh, that was scary to me. It doesn't seem that scary, but that was terrifying to me. I never, never thought I would die in the woods. <laughs> but I, at that moment, I thought I was definitely dying in the woods. Because, uh, yeah, that was, that was something else. That was a real experience, I'll tell you that much. That was a cool trip, though. That was a fun trip. Uh, after we got past the <laughs> the crazy, creepy stalker guy, um, brain fart. Yeah, yeah, friend of the podcast, friend of the podcast. Uh, we have uh, Chrissy here who's gonna pop on and tell one of her scary stories. I really, I really do want to hear this. Here, let me turn it down a little bit. Chrissy, come on in. Sit. Yeah, watch that. Watch that. There you go. There you go. Easy, steady. And we're in there. Okay, so Chrissy, I, I understand you have a pretty scary story yourself. I do. I don't know if it's scary, but it's just creepy. Mm-hmm. It's something that personally happened to me. Okay. Um, so after college, my boyfriend at the time, a lot of scary stories start with exes. Do you notice that? <laughs> um, so the guy I was dating at the time, um, we didn't want to do long distance, so I moved to his hometown mm-hmm. and just got this little apartment. And right away when I moved in, I started a lot of sleep activity, actually. It was very strange. I started talking in my sleep, laughing in my sleep, Mm -hmm. singing in my sleep, saying profanities in my sleep. (laughs) So in other words, you just had Tourette's. Basically. But one of the weird things was I would wake up and I would be like reaching. My arms would be up in the air. I'd be reaching Mm -hmm. a lot. It Mm -hmm. happened a lot. So... I also just kind of had this feeling right away when I moved in. So, like, nothing moved on its own. I didn't see anything, but, like, the sleep activity was really weird because I had never done that before. Um, but it was also this feeling that I had. I walked <laughs> – I walked – <laughs> <laughs> So, the way my apartment was set up, I had my bedroom. I had to walk through my kitchen to get to my bathroom. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you wake up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom, and I always had this feeling there was going to be a woman standing in my kitchen. I had a vision of what this woman looked like in everything, like, you know, shoulder length, brown hair, um, 
maybe I I don't know but I had this vision of what she was going to look like and always just had this idea that she was going to be standing in my kitchen Mm -hmm. so uh, you know I lived there for like a year and a half my I had a dog at the Mm -hmm. time and I like the spirit stuff too so (laughs) Jesus what kind of operation are we running here (laughs) so I had a dog at the time too and you know how they say pets animals are very susceptible as well as children Mm -hmm. are very susceptible she would always just stare into space like at a corner of the room or something and i was like nope she's staring at the ghost again and yep and um so finally i we decide to move in together uh to a different apartment Mm -hmm. the first night we're in this apartment he goes i have to tell you something about the apartment you just lived in (laughs) So sure enough, he's like, when I was in like middle school, a drug dealer lived there, which tells you how fancy this apartment mm-hmm, was. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, a drug dealer. Real nice like. Yeah. Um, a drug dealer lived there and a lady OD'd in that apartment. Yeah. So bah, I, bah, I, bah. Asked, I asked what she looked like and it was the description of the lady that I would envision. Yeah. I tried finding news articles about this or pictures of this lady, and nope, I nope. I couldn't find it because I was trying to get a picture mm-hmm. to see if it's exactly who I was envisioning. And, <sighs> and see, that's the thing, man. That's I the thing. Couldn't. That's what. Oh no, 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 no. As <laughs> soon as Homeboy was just like, yeah, some chick overdose in the apartment. Okay, cool. Thanks. Noted. I, and then I'm going to try my best to put it out of my mind because if I do any digging, she's just going to show up again. So uh, yeah, that's so I said, I said, well, what would you, what would you think when I was like, oh, dogs staring at the ghost again? He was like, yup, probably. Or when friends came over, they'd be like, isn't this the place that? And he'd be like, <laughs> like he did not want me to know while I was living there. That's so, so jacked like, the up. The very first night I moved out, he's like, all right, gotta that's get this so weight off jacked. my shoulder. That's so jacked up, <laughs> wow. man. Like, how long were you guys living at that apartment? Um, I was there for like two years. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, what are you doing, man? Yeah. That is so jacked up. And like the sleeping activity stopped when I moved out. Yeah, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. Oh god. <laughs> All right, so that makes me a little bit more of a believer, man. That, dude, that is so wild. That is so wild. That's I don't know what's more wild—the fact that you lived for two years in a haunted place, or the fact that the dude let you live there for two years without telling you about it. Like, and especially since you were obviously saying like, "Dog's looking at the ghost again." Yeah. Probably. Well, that's just that nothing, like, <laughs> terrible happened, like, except for, like, I don't know, she tried to possess me, take over my body in my sleep or something, but, like, I never felt threatened. I never, I was just, like, Ugh. Mm-hmm. Just sketched out. Yep. Sketched out. Dude, yeah. Ghost. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I love scary stuff so much, but then I hear that, and it's just, like, ooh. Uh, yeah, I don't like scary stuff anymore. <laughs> I don't want that. I don't want that to happen to me. I don't need that in my house. Not my house. Uh, that's, yeah, that's interesting, Chrissy. That was very interesting. Um, you have another story though, right? You said you had two. I do. This one's not as scary. So actually the house I grew up in my entire life, Mm. um, was built by my great grandparents and they lived in it and everything and died in it. Mm -hmm. So just growing up, we would experience a lot of things, um, doors opening, closing on their own, lights switching on and off on their own. Sometimes the music would like blare and then it would go back down or something. So there was definitely paranormal activity there, but our parents would just be like, no, it's just your great grandparents coming to say hi and letting you know that they're here. Yeah, no, that's so that we, I mean, things happen, but we would just be like, Oh, great grandparents 
<laughs> I, yeah, exactly. Exactly. But I did have a Ouija board in that house, too. See, that's and the thing, man. Yeah. Ouija boards, man. You guys playing with those Ouija boards. Yeah. Like, that is just... I, I, I kind of believe I contacted them, though, on it because um, I was with a friend and we were... And they said it was, like, my great-grandparents. And I was like, oh, well, what are you doing? And they're like, oh, we're playing cribbage, which, mm-hmm. like, was a game that, mm-hmm. you know, so... How would cribbage. my how would my friend if they were the ones moving it? How would they know that? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. dude, that's what I'm saying. I thought it was kind of cool. <laughs> Yikes, dude! I can't, yeah, I can't do that. I've seen, again, I've seen that movie too many times. I can't mess with a Ouija board. Uh, but yeah, that's that's it's terrifying. That is terrifying. I again, I <laughs> I love scary stuff, but dude, I am a bitch. It, like if it were to actually happen, I am out. Because again. I'm uh, of the different persuasion, so I, you, the first one on the chopping block, I have got to leave. I've got to go. <laughs> like, sit down here. i got to go. Uh, but, yeah, scary stuff. Uh, it, it is It is. It is fun, though. It is fun. Uh, but we should wrap this up. Uh, Chrissy, thank you for telling those stories. I really enjoyed that. Uh, guys, you can find us on Facebook.com slash Dipping Milk and Cookies. You can find us on Instagram at Dipping Milk and Cookies. I'm at uh, The Cookie Commander, at Master Milker. Uh, what else? Like, share, rate, review, subscribe, especially on YouTube. That's one thing I wanted to get to. Guys, make sure that if you're going to watch on YouTube, which we appreciate very much, I am seeing the numbers actually starting to go up, which is really exciting. Uh, but do me a favor. Do us a favor like the episodes okay that again it helps with the algorithm with youtube uh so just it takes you literally a second to hit the little thumb up do that for us please means a whole heck of a lot um what else what else what else i got nothing oh yeah mccain we got mccain next week we should be uh we will we will be in the new studio next week and i'm really excited about that because it's gonna be going to be super cool so uh so make sure you guys are uh keeping your ears and eyes open for that um other than that i got nothing buddy you got anything else no no, no. all right cool all right well then until next week guys everybody be safe be good stay healthy wash your hands and uh and we will see you guys next week bye